It's not very unusual to ask the question on where human-centered design or user experience is going. In this emerging world of technology, how and what we think of design has turned crucial and human-centered approach has turned important more than ever. Whether a technology is successful is no longer determined by its level of innovation or standard of execution, rather by desirability of its users and factors like usability and universality. I'm sorry to break this news to you, but the days of traditional ways of thinking about user experience and design is over. UX and its being a hot topic is a thing of past. Although some of us are still fighting the battle to get a seat on the table where the big decisions around the products are made, but most of us are already there where experience is considered as important as engineering. The thing about UX is some of us acknowledge its importance early in the process while the other realize the need after certain failures. Either ways, it's no longer a buzzword in the industry and is very much mainstream like engineering and product management. But things have changed a lot over the years. Our roles as designers are no longer limited to desktop, laptop, or mobile devices. With voice and conversational UX, it is no longer limited to even a screen. We are living in a world with an infinite number of invisible screens and also in a parallel world with no screens at all. And then there are these immersive technologies that are opening the doors for the experiences that are not just limited to 2D or visual or auditory senses, but aiming to evoke a whole human body experience. And with that, we are also entering into the world that brings out challenges like accessibility, inclusion, immoral and unethical experiences, and severe dark patterns. But amidst all this, the future is bright, only if we evolve our understanding of design with the changing landscapes. I'm Priya Saraswat and you're listening to the final episode of the first season of Immersive Experiences. And in this episode, we'll discuss the very basic yet crucial question on where we are heading in terms of building experiences. Will our traditional way of thinking about experience still applicable for future world? Or we need to pause and think about experiences in a whole different way for the emerging and immersive technologies that are going to be an inevitable part of our future. If you remember our expedition on finding our roots in the very first and second episode of the season, we discovered how the concept of design has evolved at different stages of human advancement. Be it the art of feng shui when Humans used to be dwellers or the great renaissance era of creative thinkers like Leonardo da Vinci, where the whole concept of design as a tool for problem solving was evolved. Design always evolved to meet the expectations of human of its time. And here we are, in an age of exorbitant information and computational advancement, where the expectation of an average human has gone manifolds, and not just with technology, but also with the experiences. We are living in a time where creativity and imagination around a product determine its economic value. And with technologies like virtual and augmented reality, we already entered into an age which we can call an imagination age. But these imaginations are not mere fantasies. 
rather realities within an average person's reach. As per the recent United Nations estimate, the world's population has reached 7.7 billion people. And also, the internet connectivity is anticipated to reach 90% in the next 30 years, which means around 5 billion people might be already connected beyond physical boundaries. In coming times, we'll start to experience a whole different level of human interactions, including how we connect with each other at human level, or how we employ ourselves, or even entertain ourselves, or receive education. Everything gonna change in a whole different way. And I guess it's already started happening. Global connectivity is resulting in an explosion of innovation from different parts of the world, and at the same time bringing new perspectives like never before. Thinkers and innovators from all walks of life and with different intellects are raising valid questions on universality and desirability of the products that we are building and designing. And it's not just a cultural difference that I'm talking here. It's a whole different way of looking at the world from different eyes. Going back to the whole idea of living in an imagination age, I guess as designers, we possess the power of imagination more than anyone else. So, we should be imagining the world that we are designing for people beyond technical constraints. Our ideas shouldn't be limited by the idea of the product that we are working on, rather one that goes above and beyond for our users. If we are thinking of building an experience for people who are searching their dream home for the first time, we shouldn't just limit ourselves to a technology like mobile app, rather We should think about how we can take them to their home sweet home and let them experience the real feeling of being in a home with the people they love. Technology has already made that possible for us and now it's our turn to choose the right experiences for the people. Experiences that they can immerse themselves into. Experiences that can evoke their senses like one in a real world. Design has changed forever now and when we know that people can be transported to one environment to another, without leaving their homes and offices, you can see the world we are entering. It opens the door to endless possibilities and expand the boundaries of creativity. One such technology that I got exposed to recently and immediately fall in love is the world of realities, virtual, augmented and mixed. Like most of us, when I used to think about these technologies earlier, my thoughts always used to stop at gaming. But I'm glad I took a leap of faith to explore the world of these immersive technologies and it truly opened my eyes and made me see our future as designers. Having said that, it was also a moment of self-realization for me as a designer. As designers, sometimes our brain got so wired and obsessed with the normal way of creating experiences that it's very hard to get out of that vicious circle. For example, like the whole process of starting with an idea, researching to find its desirability, ideating, designing, testing, and iteration, they are so much into our brain that it's very hard sometimes to come out of it. Our obsession with finding clarity and ambiguity or getting answers for everything in a tactile way comes in the path to bring out a dreamer inside us. But it was never so difficult when we were five years old, right? When our imagination was the only tool we come up with all sorts of ideas. But then we learned ways of doing certain things at an expense of our imagination. 
these imaginative world of realities give us a chance as designers to ignite that dreamer inside us. They help us to conquer our fear of unknown and also to make us comfortable with ambiguity. The tools and power these technologies have bestowed on us can let us redesign experiences in their most natural form. And it's not just the product we design, but how we design these experiences. Technologies like virtual reality in the design process has the power to transform the way we design experiences. And not just that, it can also help us to see the impact in the real world. VR gives us a real space to build our world of imagination. A world where we can solve world's greatest challenges and meet the extreme needs of humans. VR enhances sensory and emotional design. It provides us with this unique ability to try a new perspective and create experiences for someone else in a true empathetic way. In product and application design, AR, VR and mixed reality present a fascinating interplay of technology and psychology. As experienced designers, it is very important for us to understand both these sides. From technological standpoint, as with any complex system, the current challenges span across the steep learning curve with the tools, which is not usually just one tool, but multiple tools. And the other one is the challenge around the hardware itself. The hardware, which is like having a low field of view right now, having high lag, too costly or expensive and too heavy and not compatible with existing hardware. These are some of the problems that we already know. But as companies know it, they are already working on solving these challenges. And honestly, we have seen a ton of improvements over the past couple of years. When Apple launched ARKit to help developers make augmented reality app for iOS platform, it literally opened the door to augment all sorts of things into our world through our mobile devices. We were able to see how a piece of furniture will look in our living room and also can play all sorts of crazy game like Pokemon Go. Google's projects like Daydream and Google Cardboard provided low-cost virtual reality experiences in the hands of an average person. The industry standards through Oculus Rift and HTC Vive have grown leaps and bounds in the last few years. There are so many other fields that are already using these technologies to design immersive experiences, be it gaming, entertainment, military, education and training or healthcare. Virtual and augmented reality are beginning to be viable after decades of experimentations. As these applications are anticipated to go mainstream in coming years, their social and psychological impacts is another area which is turning really crucial. It is believed that the social and psychological challenges of these applications can take much longer to overcome than the majority of their technical challenges. It's a matter of time when these technologies will become prevalent in commercial world like the mobile phones in our hand. But are we ready to define the human-centeredness for the time ahead of us? We are quickly progressing towards a world where artificial intelligence and mixed realities are posing serious questions on their effect on humans. Honestly, when it comes to understand the impact of these apps on human behavior, we aren't quite there yet. There are several open questions around how people perceive reality or how these realities affect human brain and make us think and experience. 
As immersive technologies are becoming more realistic with graphics, haptic feedback, and social interaction that matches our natural experiences, we foresee a debate on moral values and ethics getting intensified. What happens when the boundaries between the virtual and physical world are blurred? Immoral design isn't the same as bad design. A product or service is usually referred as badly designed when it fails to meet the needs of its users and cause unnecessary cognitive load when they are trying to perform certain tasks. Immoral design, on the other hand, may be found in a product that is well-engineered, well-usable, but also like an illicit substance that provoke dependency, social harm, and even physical violence. So, as designers, we are no longer just debating over the dark patterns or bad design practices of the digital world. Rather, our responsibilities are getting manifold with the privacy and ethical concerns among our users in this emerging world of immersive technologies. Every new technology disrupts established practices. And this applies for design principle and processes as well. And I guess this is the high time for us to introspect if our traditional way of designing experiences will work perfectly in upcoming times or do we have to rethink. Of course, the concept of empathy and emotional intelligence will drive our path, but what other resources will keep us fueled for our journey to the future? When I created this podcast, I wanted to explore the power of design beyond the one that we already know. Immersive experiences for me is the capabilities of products and design to make people see and believe in things like never before. Designers of the future are required to be visionaries who think strategically and analyze trends in order to design better products and services. And this brings us to the very end of the final episode of the season. If you like this episode, share it with your designer, non-designer friends or people who you think wants to shape the future of design like you and me. If you have any feedback or suggestions, feel free to leave a comment on our Instagram page. And also do subscribe to Immersive Experiences on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or whichever platform you listen your podcast on. The first season was an amazing journey and I would definitely want to go out on another trail with you cool people out there to find answers and learn more about human-centered design in our next season. Till then, keep those creative juices flowing until next season.